$645,000 has been spent so far protecting the city, and even new specialized de-escalation training by Minneapolis police is in place. And we're also hearing that uh, some protests or demonstrations have been planned for this weekend. Mayor Jacob Fry and city leaders have been hosting several meetings with neighborhoods leading up to the trial, and they say the trial of Derek Chauvin, I should say, and say that the last thing they want to see is residents and even businesses overrun by fear. So with groups like uh, Trahern, uh, Pollard, We Push for Peace, how important are citizens' groups like this mayor in terms of as the city prepares and the nation prepares for the trial of Derek Chauvin? Well, good morning, Freddie and Chantel. Thank you so much for having me. Our pleasure. Uh, the interaction between the city enterprise and community is going to be of critical importance. We view uh, people on the ground as, as really necessary partners in making sure that everybody's safe and also making sure that we have this two-way communication stream set up so that we're able to quickly disseminate information to combat some of the misinformation that some folks will try to be spread, uh, and, and but then also to receive intelligence so that we can make the best possible decisions. I mean, we saw during late May and early June that some of these outside instigators, these white supremacists from out of city, out of state, they came in to use our peaceful protesters as cover to try to cause chaos and havoc. Uh, and so we want to be working with the peaceful protesters to say, all right, let's identify those that are trying to cause trouble. Let's be able to distinguish between those that are protesting peacefully and those that are violent. Uh, and let's make sure that we arrest those that are trying to cause trouble in our city. How do you strike that balance, uh, Mayor Jacob Fry, between protecting people and city property and then keeping the city open to city residents uh, that now the city has the appearance downtown of looking like a city under siege? That's the exact balance, uh, Freddie, that we're always wrestling with. And uh, the way we break it down is this. You know, we have we have a t- top priorities of safety and making sure that we are protecting First Amendment speech. Uh, I, I'm, you'll, you'll find no stronger supporter of First Amendment speech and the ability to protest than me. But that right, that, that First Amendment right stops at the next person's nose. Uh, and so we want to make sure that our streets throughout the city, people are it's, it's open for, for, for protest, and we enable people to march uh, and demonstrate uh, safely. However, when that starts going towards, you know, breaking windows or looting businesses or, or hurting people, you know, no, we will not tolerate it in any way, shape, or form. And, the, again, the biggest piece is going to be able to distinguish. Uh, you know, as you know, when you have a lot of people peacefully protesting and a lot of people not it becomes increasingly difficult for officers to distinguish between the two. Right. So what we're going to do is have these partnerships, these formalized relationships in place from the get-go so that we can communicate with people on the ground and make sure that we get the bad guys and we make sure that those who are peacefully protesting can express themselves. How is that different from the plan that's been termed uh, Operation Safety Net? How different from what you just outlined is it from the plan that involves uh, the state of Minnesota, Hennepin County, other federal partners? Well, Operation Safety Net is baked into the plan that I'm I'm talking about. Operation Safety Net is largely the law enforcement segment 
uh, of what we're talking about, which is the work of our Neighborhood Community Relations Department, our Office of Violence Prevention, that really important work that will happen on the ground and that two-way communication stream. It, it, all, is gonna, it, it all has to function together, is the, is the conclusion. Um, and the good news is that this go-round, unlike late May and, and early June of 2020, mm-hmm. we've had the major asset of time to prepare, time to set up these formalized relationships, time to get you know the right presence of, of law enforcement and assistance in the city so that we're able to help. What do you say to those folks that, that, that are saying in light of this preparation, the physical barriers, the barbed wire, the boarded up buildings and so forth on city property, that the city is thwarting the right to protest and to demonstrate? The right to protest and to demonstrate is freely there. The, the right to attack a city building or, or county infrastructure, uh, that, that's simply not allowed. You know, we need to be able to provide core city services to our residents. Um, you know, there's there's nothing that is there's nothing that was peacefully protesting about those insurrectionists that attacked the United States Capitol back on January 6th. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing about there's nothing that is peacefully protesting uh, if if, if, if any you know, city or county government uh, infrastructure is attacked. And so, you know, this was a joint uh, process through both the county um, and the city. Um, and, uh, you know, we want to make sure that we're, we're safe throughout. 818, we're talking with Mayor Fry. Uh, last couple of questions. Uh, letters were sent out to businesses in downtown Minneapolis. Uh, residents who live down there were concerned, but they said uh, during the last protest, the residents themselves didn't notice too much uh, harm to their property. And I'm also thinking about the folks in South Minneapolis where we've seen demonstrations and so forth. What's being done to take care of businesses on both ends of the city and the residents who live throughout the city of Minneapolis? The plan accounts for the entire city of Minneapolis. It is not about downtown. It's not about south. It's not about southwest or north. This this is a plan that is fully comprehensive. Uh, will include you know more than eleven to twelve major commercial corridors with prevention um, and, and assistance from our our, our partners in, in a number of different jurisdictions. Uh, and, you know, again, the, the good news is that we've had the time to prepare. Mm-hmm. You won't see major presence of, of law enforcement or, or National Guard through uh, large portions of the trial. I mean, as you know, the, the jury selection begins on, on Monday, March 8th. Uh, the trial itself won't begin until late March. It'll run about a month. Um, you will, however, see a, a bolstering of, of law enforcement presence as we get closer into both jury deliberations and the final verdict. Right. As we go into Monday, what would be your final message as we have to wrap up here? Uh, what would be your message not only to Minneapolitans who are listening this morning and those folks who are listening around the world as this trial is set, to, the jury selection is set to begin on Monday? I think we all have to recognize the magnitude of this moment. Um, you know, personally, I'm hopeful that the next few weeks will mark a, an important chapter for progress in Minneapolis and, and most importantly, a new chapter for justice. Uh, and it's going to take all of us working together. And, and I want to thank the, the community of Minneapolis, of, of North Minneapolis, for, for coming together ahead of what is likely to be, a, yes, a very difficult and traumatizing time. And, and I know every person is feeling the weight of the moment especially our, our black community. I'm with, I'm with them. Um, we're we're going to be working together, and we're going to get through it. All right. That's Mayor Jacob Fry this morning. Uh, I'm going 180 degrees for a last a softball question. I'm letting you know up front, sir. <laughs> do you, Bring how, it on. How do, you, how do you take the term 
the boy mayor. I, I read that online just this past week, and I thought, oh, that's interesting. How do you, have you seen it? First of all, you know, I I, I have seen it. Um, you know, here's the way I look at it. Okay. You know, when, when you sign up for mayor, um, you, you sign up sometimes to get hit from all angles. Okay. Um, if you're talking to me as a person, I mean, I would I would request that you know whatever you say, you say it with love, just because I am a human being. As mayor, I understand. You know, you, you gotta. Uh, you know, at, at times, go after the elected official and jab a few times. But, um, you know, um, I signed up for the job. I, I'm, I'm tough enough to be able to take it. Thick skin. Hmm. Very well said. Mayor Jacob Fry, thank you so much for being with us and sharing our Friday with us and the city and the country. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. Mayor Jacob Fry with us on KMOJ. 8.